Let's talk bike lanes for a moment. Now, travel along Beach Avenue in downtown Vancouver, and you'll notice a concrete curb to protect a two-way bike pathway. That's because there was a new configuration uh, on Beach Avenue in 2021. Uh, the new lane at the time excited many cyclists, uh, cycling enthusiasts. Uh, critics at the time, though, said the changes made Beach Avenue worse to the extent that it caused more traffic, congestion, and idling. Now, the other day, ABC Council Sarah Kirby Young raised the issue of traffic congestion and potentially looking at a two-way access for cars on Beach Avenue. Take a listen. I, I think people extrapolated the council conversation around how do we alleviate the pressure coming out of the park, specifically um, at the park end there, uh, the very north end of, of Beach and up to Morton Avenue, um, relative into a whole conversation around the entire uh, Beach Avenue as a whole. Um, and so I think there was sort of a broad conversation around what are the best solutions, but nobody's suggesting that we diminish the bike area. What we're asking is, can they coexist? Now, keep in mind, up until 2020, this stretch of Beach Avenue was a four-lane perimeter arterial road. Uh, it was an alternative secondary route uh, into the West End and Stanley Park. But joining me now to discuss the issue of the Beach Avenue bike lane is Jeff Lee, president of the board at Hub Cycling. Jeff, uh, thanks for joining us today. Good to be here. Uh, your thoughts, uh, first and foremost, uh, uh, on the comments made by ABC Council Sarah Kirby Young on restoring two-way access for cars on Beach Avenue. The uh, idea has been discussed as part of the West End Waterfront Plan, which is a mid- to long-term plan that the city is currently working on, and, and it was floated there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it really comes down to... Um, how, what you want to prioritize uh, along that stretch, whether it's removing the parking and impacting deliveries, whether it is uh, restricting vehicle travel up to one way, or whether it's restoring, you know, keeping the parking and two lanes of vehicle traffic and uh, pushing the bike lane over into where the sidewalk is, as it used to be. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's just a question of priorities. And how, how do you view the priorities of this council and based on what... Uh, uh, Sarah Kirby Young said. Well, this council has not been uh, particularly supportive of active transportation today, and even less so with the park board. Um, the decisions on delaying the construction of the bike lanes that are uh, intended for Broadway as part of the Broadway plan, um, the decisions by the park board commissioners to take out the temporary interim bike lane, um, those, those things are having a real impact uh, that, that uh, will will not help us with our, our mode shift targets. Uh, what do you say to the argument that some use, look, uh, you don't want to see cars backed up. People are still using vehicles, mostly still as the main mode of transportation, not bicycles. And there has to be a healthy medium here. Uh, and that, that, act, that, act, that lane is needed. What would you say to that argument? Well, I don't think most people in Stanley Park are using vehicles over bicycles. I don't think the, the accounts that were done in the, uh, the park over the last few years support that. Um, there's, uh, there's one lane all the way around the park, uh, two lanes in places, and we're about to further restrict uh, vehicle traffic in Stanley Park with a five-year construction project that the Metro Vancouver is doing to put a new uh, water pipeline in. So they're going to take Park Lane down to, uh, to one lane and, and provide a choke throughout Stanley Park. So I'm not sure that, uh, that trying to... Uh, exit from the park into the residential area of the West End is, is, is really going to have much of a positive impact. What would you want to see done on Beach Avenue yourself? 
I think uh, that bike lane and the and the uh, I shouldn't call it a bike lane; it's a mobility lane. It, it's got scooters and and all sorts of micro mobility devices in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it has peaked at fifteen thousand uh, trips per day, and and it's averaging well over three thousand. Uh, that's one of the most successful bike lanes in Vancouver, and I, I don't think it's uh, it, it's um, appropriate that they do anything to to reduce that. I think if they want to. Um, make it easier for people to exit the park. They need to decide what they want to give up in terms of other vehicle access. Um, I, you know, there's been a bike lane along Beach Avenue there for many, many years, as many years as I can remember, mm-hmm. but it was very close to the sidewalk. And the danger is when you put 15,000 people on bikes on a bike lane that's abutting a sidewalk, what you're really doing is putting people walking at risk. And, and with this council focus on, on an improved focus on, on active transportation and improved focus on walking, I, I don't think that uh, uh, pushing the bikes back into the uh, park next, hard up against the sidewalk is uh, is, is uh, much of a solution. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think you and your organization and other uh, activists um, for these lanes can work with this council? And what I mean by that is, you know, we're, we're talking about Beach Avenue and the Stanley Park, and, and there's been much debate about the bicycle lane there but also the broader conversation uh, along the Broadway corridor. And uh, we've had that debate and conversation as well. Uh, do you feel that you can work with this council in regards to more lanes, uh, making lanes better in regards to safety? Or do you think this is going to be a constant fight over the next few years with this ABC supermajority? I think that uh, a couple of things are happening. Yes, I certainly think we can work with council. We've got, we've got lots of good conversations going on. Mm-hmm. Um, what has happened so far is that the ABC majorities have voted in the block. And we have had strong support expressed by individual ABC uh, elected officials, but the votes have all come down to a, a block vote. And that's just changed. We've now seen the, the park board split um, on the ABC majority. We've now seen council split on the ABC majority. And we're seeing people start to say, no, we're not going to do this en masse. We're going to vote our conscience. I think that's a good thing. And I look forward to um, more. You know, we know we have supporters on, within the ABC party. And I think that as they uh, are, are now free to, uh, uh, to vote, uh, it, it appears, I think we'll see more good decisions. Where do you think the city needs to go next? I mean, we've had a, 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 a debate, conversation, acceptance, and non-acceptance from some um, in regards to the broader conversation about uh, bicycle lanes, active transportation lanes, because it isn't just bikes, as you say, it's scooters and many other uh, forms of transportation. Uh, but there's also a perception among some that with too much is uh, is being given to cyclists, that you are pandering to still a very vocal minority, that most of us still get around in, in motorized vehicles with an internal combustion engine. Where do you think, um, broadly speaking, the city, this region needs to go in regards to bike lanes and active mobility lanes uh, moving forward? The city has clear targets for transportation, and, and it addresses all modes. It, it addresses public transit. It, there are mode targets for vehicles. There are mode targets for, for cycling and other types of rolling. There are mode targets for walking. And, and those targets have, have recently been um, made even more uh, um, optimistic. They, they've tightened them up, and, and instead of trying to reach them by 2040, they've now set uh, 2030. And, and that is driven by our Climate Emergency Action Plan. So, so what we know is that the city has a clear plan on, on mode shift, 
and the city has a clear plan on wanting two-thirds of all trips to be made by sustainable modes of transportation. And it's really not about bikes. It's, you know, take your pick. It's going to be about transit. It's going to be about walking. It's going to be about rolling. And and the goal is to get to two-thirds of trips within the city of Vancouver made by sustainable modes. Um, we know from the from the research and the city studies that uh, bike lanes are one of the most cost-effective ways of, of uh, getting this mode shift. And we know that to get the mode shift that the city wants to see over the next uh, five-year plan, that they need to build bike lanes at twice the historic rate. And that's, that's in the recent, uh, that's directly from the city engineering department and their recent uh, um, active mobility plan. Um, the transportation department says we actually need to build them twice as fast as we have over the last five-year period just to meet our targets. And so if people think that there's too much pandering to bike lanes, I said, well, then fine, focus on transit, focus on walking. But um, what isn't going away are, are the objectives to, to find better ways of moving people and not to continue to cater to single occupant vehicles. Um, we don't have the real estate. We don't have the uh, space. We don't have the, um, the money to, to build volume lanes for everyone who wants to drive everywhere. Uh, what we need to do is provide alternatives so that those who choose to can, can not be um, taking up those lanes. If we look at uh, Beach Avenue and the 15,000 daily peak trips, and say, well, you know, we might not have built the Beach Avenue bikeway. Take those 15,000 people and put them in cars because they're all headed to Stanley Park and put the 15,000 cars into Stanley Park on, on, on a day and see how, how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's simply not viable. <laughs> so <laughs> so we'll, we'll, it, it won't work. The math doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, but I want to reiterate this with you. You still believe the cycling community can still work with this council, that it's not going to be coming an increasingly more of a polarized conversation. You think there is still some middle ground for some healthy discussion and to find a healthy medium uh, to, to placate those in vehicles and, and those in, in, in uh, bicycles and, and, and many other modes of transportation. I, absolutely, I believe that. And I think that now that uh, um, we're seeing a less uh, monolithic uh, uh, ABC voting pattern that uh, that that it will be fine. Um, ABC has a majority, but they um, there are strong supporters of active transportation within the ABC party. There are other parties that are represented, and you know you need fifty one percent. You don't need all of the ABC party. Yeah. And and I think that I I I, I think we'll start to see uh, some good progress. I think those are the burdens of leadership that ABC is now going through. When you say they're not all agreeing, <laughs> we've seen it many times, and and that's actually healthy for democracy as well. When people I, speak I, I, th- I think it's healthy. <laughs> I, I don't think it was healthy when we had 100 percent of them voting one way and telling us outside the meetings, "I don't support this at all, but I have to." And <laughs> now what we're seeing is. We're, we're seeing split votes, and, and I think that's far healthier for our, for our democracy. Well, maybe year two or three, they'll actually start coming out to me and saying it publicly on talk shows, Sue. So let's see what happens. Possibly. <laughs> we can, one can only hope. <laughs> one can only hope. Hey, that, well, uh, history tells us that's generally how politics works. So, Jeff, thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. Okay. Have a good day.